So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Did you realize that an average person consumes only 1.4 cups of vegetables per day? That's right, you heard me, only 1.4 cups. We're supposed to consume at least seven to get our daily minerals and vitamins. Vegetables also supply phytonutrients as well as beta carotene and thousands of plant-based chemicals that give us many added health benefits. To fulfill this missing requirement, Dr. Berg has developed Veggie Solution. Veggie Solution is a high quality greens powder that allows you to easily get your recommended amount of greens every single day. Just two delicious scoops gives you an equivalent of six cups of greens at only 69 cents per scoop. That's less than a dollar for six cups of greens. Dr. Berg's Veggie Solution is a complete protein, highly digestible, low carb, keto-friendly with tons of omega-3s and absolutely no sugar. Dr. Berg feels it's important that everyone gets their vegetables and made this product cost-effective too. Veggie Solution comes in original and in a raspberry lemon flavor. Go to shop.drberg.com to get yours today. Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Hey, we're back and in this video, we're gonna talk about all the possible reasons for not being able to sleep. Then I'm gonna put links down below of what you need to do about it, okay? So let's go ahead and just kind of take it from the beginning. Like, let's say, for example, you like coffee and you're drinking too much coffee, which has caffeine. That's a big reason why you're not gonna be able to sleep at night. But also don't forget about tea. There's caffeine and tea, and there's also stimulants in chocolate too. So if you're doing chocolate, too much of it, that could keep you up. Now, when you exercise, there's always an optimum amount of exercise. So if you're overtraining and you find that your pulse rate is just way too high when you're going to sleep at night, and you can actually hear the pulse rate on your pillow in your inner ear, then we know that you're overtraining. And that reason could be easily corrected by just kind of going light with your workouts, maybe doing long walks. I highly recommend that if you have a sleeping problem that you do long walks in the evening if possible. It's low stress, a lot of oxygen, it's good for the adrenals, especially if you're on the computer all day long, like I am. So I have to continually exercise and walk and just get out of the house because I'm sitting in front of that darn computer all day long and that can actually interfere with your sleep as well. Now there's two other situations that occur with a high pulse rate. Number one is if your pH is too acidic. Let's say for example, you're consuming apple cider vinegar or kombucha tea in larger amounts later at night. That can shift your pH to being too acid and raise your pulse rate and prevent sleeping. It happened to me, so I can tell you from firsthand experience. Now, the other reason is the potassium deficiency. Potassium is a physiological tranquilizer. It calms the nervous system down. It keeps the pulse rate down. And when you're low in potassium, your pulse rate will go up. Or it can stem from consuming too many refined carbohydrates that pull potassium out of your body. A good electrolyte with a lot of potassium will help keep the pulse rate down 
as well as the blood pressure. Okay, so the next thing is uh, carbohydrates. If you're consuming too many refined carbs or sugar in the early part of the day, let's say you're, you're eating a pancake breakfast or orange juice, whatever, what'll happen in the evening, you're gonna be, crave carbs and you're probably gonna give into that and that alone can keep you from sleeping at night. Now let's talk about the key minerals for sleeping. It's basically potassium and magnesium. We need a lot of potassium and a good amount of magnesium. Well, you get these minerals from leafy greens, from salad, from vegetables. So I recommend that you consume a lot of those, unless you have the inability to digest the salad. But if you can digest it, I would consume at least seven cups, uh, even more than that, maybe up to 10 cups. That will give you the potassium and magnesium. The days that I consume a little more salad are the days that I get a little bit better sleep. In meat and fish and eggs, all those proteins are high in phosphorus. Phosphorus is an accelerator of the nervous system. So if you're consuming too much protein, not enough vegetable, that could be a reason why you're not sleeping. Now, there's one more point about eating too late. It's not a problem unless your meal is too heavy in the fats. If you're consuming too much fat at night because you're doing a ketogenic diet and it just happens to be that you, you know, your second meal is later, that can actually irritate the gallbladder, affect your digestion, and prevent you from sleeping comfortably. So I would recommend consuming more of your fat earlier in the day. Now, there's a couple things that can actually prevent you from going to sleep. Number one, watching the news before you go to bed. That is a very bad idea. You want to watch a comedy or just read a book. There's a thing called EMF, electromagnetic fields. So if your cell phone uh, is next to your head or you have some electrical device that's plugged in, you know, people have like by their head, they have alarm clocks, they have different electrical devices. Those put out a certain frequency called EMF and that can interfere with your ability to sleep as well. So make sure around your head, you don't have any electrical devices, you don't have a transformer right next to your head, uh, that can create a problem. Uh, light. So what happens is darkness stimulates melatonin. Melatonin is the sleep hormone. It's created by the pineal gland. So if your room is really, really light and you're watching TV, whatever, that's going to keep you up. So you want to turn the lights off, uh, have dim lights, and uh, it's going to help you go to sleep. Breathing. So I recommend if you're laying down, and you're going to sleep and you can't sleep, focus on your breathing. If you can actually slow down your inhalation to five seconds of an inhalation and then five seconds of an exhalation, it'll actually calm down your nervous system because when your body's under stress, you kind of breathe like this. It's like, <sighs> I'm exaggerating, but the exhalation is shorter than the inhalation. So you want to balance those out and that can help you sleep. I recommend you also sleep on your right side simply because the liver is on the right side, the heart's on the left side, usually on most people. So if you're sleeping on the right side, the heart will sit on the liver. If you're sleeping on the left side, if your liver is fatty, it can kind of compress the heart and just make it a little bit more uncomfortable to go to sleep. There's an optimum time of sleep, which is about 10.30, and this is based on the circadian rhythms or waves, hormone waves. So if you go past this time, and let's say you stay up past midnight, you're gonna find typically that it's harder to go to sleep because you, you miss this wave and you have to wait another period of time before your body can actually get into the sleep. So I recommend uh, 10.30 is a really good time to actually, you know, maybe like quarter after 10, you're trying to go to sleep and then uh, really shoot for 10.30, 10.45. That seems to be a good time 
to go to sleep. If you have excessive thinking at night and you're, you're just excessively, just, it's just going, 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 vitamin B1 is going to help you. Nutritional yeast is a really good product for that. Sometimes people are woken from muscle cramps. That is a potassium and magnesium problem. Sometimes you need more sea salt. And you can also use pickle juice to help with cramps if, if, you, if you don't happen to have electrolyte powder or you haven't had uh, enough salad and it's like you need to sleep, just I'm sure you have some pickle juice. You can actually drink some of that. That will actually get rid of cramps pretty fast. Now let's talk about digestion. If you have a condition called SIBO, which I'm going to put a link down below, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, where you have too much uh, bacteria in the wrong place and you add the fiber from the vegetables, that's going to bloat you. So that's going to keep you up at night. So what you have to do is make sure that you can digest the salad. And if you can't, you're going to have to handle that. I put a link down below of how to do that. Also, if you're getting gas or disruption in your bowels, it could be Cons the consumption of sugar alcohols in some of the foods like xylitol, erythritol that you're not used to, creating that disruption. It can also come from MCT oil in some of the products that are so-called keto-friendly, but you got to get used to it. You got to take very small amounts of that. One thing that I take, uh, I have a product called Sleep Aid. I take one before bed. This is mainly for the adrenals. I also use the massage tool. I do that technique to pull stress out because if the adrenal glands are overactive, it's going to keep you from resting. So let's just talk about the adrenal for a second. The adrenal gland, you have two of them. They're sitting on top of the kidneys right in here, and they kind of help regulate stress. All day long, if you're going through stress, the goal is to extract that stress so you're not trying to go to sleep on top of a stressed out body. Now, one thing I always recommend, if you're trying to sleep and you can't sleep, scan your body and just be aware of, of what part of your body won't turn off. Okay, so it might be your head, for example. It might be the chest. It might be your lower back. And usually there's either tension, spasm in the muscle, or some type of um, old injury could, could keep the body just kind of revved up and prevent your, that area of your body from relaxing. So if you have a muscle spasm, whatever, there are all sorts of things you can do to extract that stress and do stretching. I put a link down below. Uh, it's in a stress webinar that I did of how to do that. You can use this technique right here. But one little side note on that, um, I've noticed, especially with people that when they go to sleep, like their head is not tired. It's just awake all the time. Um, that usually comes from an old head injury that you had, which is interesting how it correlates. So let's say, for example, you were in an accident, something hit your head. There's a technique, I'll put a link down below, that you can do to kind of release that tension and it really does work. So that's just a little side note. Um, also, if you're in a fight with your spouse, you had some bad news, that mental stress is going to keep you up. Obviously, you need to confront that, face that and handle that uh, before you try to, you know, go to sleep and try to push it off. It's just going to prevent you from sleeping. If there's pain in the body or inflammation, uh, or fibromyalgia, that's uh, a no-brainer. I put a link down below uh, of all the different ways to get rid of inflammation, the big one being intermittent fasting. So that's going to be really important if you have inflammation or pain. And there's other techniques too they can do to get rid of pain and tension in your body. One of the good indicators that of adrenal is that waking up at 2 o'clock in the, in the morning, uh, 2 a.m., that's like classic adrenal because at 2 o'clock you have uh, cortisol being the lowest point, okay? So at eight o'clock, it's the highest point. 
and the adrenal hormone cortisol is a, it's a stress hormone. So if your cortisol is too high at the wrong time at 2 a.m., it's going to bump you out of sleep. And I used to have this problem big time. I had restless leg syndrome. Restless leg syndrome is purely a vitamin B1 deficiency. You just need to take more B, B vitamins, but specifically B1 and then stop eating sugar. That was my problem long ago. And uh, I would have to just rub, rub my legs and like, get up and start to get this energy out of my, my legs. But 2 a.m. But also adrenal could be just you can't get to sleep at night or you know a half hour before the alarm clock goes off, you're just like, you're awake. So you want to spend some time learning about the adrenals and doing things to improve it. Now, if you were an athlete long ago, and you used to work out hardcore, but now you don't. What happens is that the mitochondria, the energy factories that are involved in energy production are developed a lot bigger than other people. So they store more energy. So what happens is that you need to continue to work out. So that's gonna actually drain off some of the energy. So if you're sitting all day in front of your computer, you're not working out and you're just, all this energy is sitting and you're trying to go to bed with all this excess energy, it could be because you were an athlete before and your mitochondria are just designed to use and store and use up energy. So you need to use it up by getting out there and doing some workouts. If the bladder is waking you up, there's several th- situations for that. Usually it's insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is a pre-diabetic situation. And think about a diabetic. They, they're thirsty a lot and they pee excessive amounts. Well, that is what it is. So how do you correct that? Put the link down below you would do healthy keto and intermittent fasting. But let's say, for example, you have an enlarged prostate and that's keeping the bladder from holding urine. The best thing to do is to avoid all dairy, okay? Milk, butter, cream, cheese. Just avoid dairy for a while and you may find that your prostate is not as enlarged anymore. So that's a little tip for the prostate. There's other things you can do too. Now, let's say, for example, you're going through menopause, okay? So, and your estrogen goes down, okay? Your progesterone goes down even more, giving you a relative ratio of higher estrogen, even though it's low. Now, there's a little sensor in the bladder that is supposed to be covered by estrogen. So if you're losing that, it could cause the urge to urinate frequently, okay? So if that's the case, the best thing to do is to take progesterone cream. You can take um, uh, the wild yam version and you can rub it into the thighs and that will help this situation right here. Well, I think we covered all the potential reasons for not sleeping. So pick the one that relates to you and watch the video. Thanks for watching. Hey, if you're liking this content, please subscribe now and I will actually keep you updated on future videos. Hey guys, I just want to let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.